Hello, friends. Welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the crucible of adversity and uncertainty. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Well, it's hard to believe, but this is episode number 90. Can you believe it? Wow. Nine, zero, 90 episodes of resilience. I hope that this has helped you grow in your resilience, that you've strengthened your resilience muscle in a time in our lives and leadership when resilience is needed the most. You know, I've heard from a few of you recently about how this podcast is stretching your thinking, how it's impacted your relationships, spilled over into your conversations with others, and emboldened you to lead more courageously and resiliently. I'm so encouraged to hear about that. Would you be willing to do me a two-minute favor? Would you leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your pods? If you're a new listener, welcome. It would help us immensely if you're benefiting from this. And if you're a longtime listener and you've heard me say this multiple times, would you stop right now? Would you pause the episode? And would you be willing to just give me two minutes of your time? I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you haven't subscribed to my free weekly newsletter called Five Things in Five Minutes, I encourage you to do so. Every Tuesday morning, an email is dropped into your inbox and the entire thing can be read in five minutes or less. Valuable nuggets, tidbits, resources, articles that will help you be a better leader. Yes, five minutes or less. You can subscribe at kairospartnerships.org slash newsletter, but I'll also put the link in the show notes. Now, switching gears here. Do you have a favorite animal? Uh, Admittedly, I didn't have one as a kid, to be honest with you. I'm not much of an animal guy myself. But when my wife and I were first married and we lived in Colorado, I finally got a favorite animal, the buffalo. In fact, I have a small buffalo figurine right here on my desk where I'm recording this podcast. When we first were out of college and married, my wife and I worked at the same church in Colorado, and we had Fridays off. This is before kids. So because we live two hours away from great skiing, many of our Fridays, most of our Fridays in the winter, we would head to Copper Mountain just on the other side of Breckenridge. We'd love to drive the back route. We'd go up and hit the donut mill in Woodland Park for some coffee and donuts up over the pass and then dip down into the valley where you could see for miles this beautiful panoramic postcard picture. It was on that one stretch of road where we could just straight as an arrow drive down this road for miles on end. There were buffalo ranches to our left and to our right that extended for miles on end. And we would see hundreds of these buffalo each time as we traveled this strip of road. These animals are mangy and huge, and yet they're elegant. These 2,000-pound beasts would run gracefully, sometimes along the fence line right by our cars. It was a beautiful sight to see them run so much strength, so much power, so gracefully. Speaking of that, watching buffaloes run is one of the main reasons it's my favorite animal. Additionally, have you ever had a buffalo burger? They're amazing, aren't they? I admit I feel a little bit conflicted realizing that my favorite living animal is also a pretty tasty meal, but that's for another time. Speaking of running, several years ago, I learned that when buffalo see storm clouds building, that the storm is coming their direction, they don't stay put. 
They don't run away from the storm to avoid it either. Instead, the herd of buffalo run toward the storm. They run toward the chaos and the turbulence. And in doing so, since the storm clouds are coming their direction and they're charging toward it, they actually spend less time in the storm because the storm blows over them much quicker than if they stayed put or worse yet, if they had tried to run the other direction and outrun it, they would have been in the storm longer. It's an amazing part of their instincts that they know to run toward, to charge toward the storm. Now, you may know where I'm going with this here, but I'll say it anyway. In essence, that's what this podcast is about. It's learning that there's a community of people out there who want to draw on their courage, to steal their courage and run with other people, to have enough courage to be like the herd of a buffalo, to run toward the storm with courage, intention, and resilience. Now, switching gears a little bit more as well. Recently, I read a book by Andrew Zolly titled Resilience, Why Things Bounce Back. It was a fascinating read. He defined resilience similarly to the way that we have on this podcast, but the wording of it struck me as being incredibly instructive. He said resilience is, quote, the capacity of a system, enterprise, or a person to maintain its core purpose and integrity in changing circumstances. Let me read that again. The capacity of a system, enterprise, or a person to maintain its core purpose and integrity in changing circumstances. I love that word capacity. Resilience is about capacity. And this podcast is about raising our capacity when it comes to that definition. Now, Zali went on to say this line that struck that stuck out to me as well. He said, we can't control the volatile tides of change, but we can learn to build a better boat. We can't control the volatile tides of change, but we can learn to build a better boat. And I hope this podcast is about better boat building for you and for me as well. What was encouraging that I read the book when I read the book is that Zali goes into great depth on a lot of the topics that we've addressed here on the podcast the last 90 episodes. Let me highlight a few of them. First, he talked about the importance of trust and collaboration. He wrote that when trust exists during times of calm, then we can, quote, collaborate when it counts. What a great phrase, collaborate when it counts. Number two, he also talked about the importance of mindset. He wrote that the most important mindset for leaders who want to be resilient are these three elements. We don't have to have all the answers. We will be surprised. We will make mistakes. The most resilient leaders have the mindset that we don't have to have all the answers. We will be surprised. We will make mistakes, which leads to number three. Speaking of mistakes, we've talked about the importance of regular, honest failure. And, and he talks about the importance of regular, what he calls modest failure, and how they're actually essential to many forms of resilience. Not just important, not just uh, a, a good idea, but essential to many forms of resilience. Number four, he talked about the importance of habits, habits that we develop individually and communally that can strengthen our resolve and replenish our reserves. If you're a longtime listener, this sounds very familiar, doesn't it? And number five, he talked about resilient systems, and he said that they are diverse at the edges and simple at their cores. Diverse at the edges and simple at their core. He talked about resilient systems, how they flock and swarm 
like birds and bees. Which made me think, have you ever gone outside at dusk and seen a flock of birds, some starlings or some robins, dart one direction and then simultaneously all the other birds move in those same movements? It's just mesmerizing, isn't it? Just to watch hundreds, maybe thousands of birds, but they seem to move as one unit. That's the best visual representation of what a resilient system is like. Or using an earlier metaphor, they move together like a herd of buffalo. Trust, collaboration, mindset, failure, habits, resilient systems that are diverse on the edges and simple at their core, all things that we've discussed over these past 90 episodes on this podcast. And Andrew Zolli ends his book this way. He says, Resilience must continuously be refreshed and recommitted to. Every effort at resilience buys us not certainty, but another day, another chance. Every day is day one. What a great way to end the book. Every day is day one. Well, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. This podcast is produced, engineered, and kissed with a seal of quality and approval by the highly talented and creative, my friend, Joel Limbowen, founder of On A Limb Productions. You got to check out his great work at onalimproductions.com. I use him for almost all of my video work. In fact, I just filmed a video with him last week. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, resilience is built by trust, collaboration, mindset, modest failure, developing habits, and systems that are diverse on the edges and simple at their core. And lastly, remember, think like the herd of a buffalo. Run toward the storm with courage, purpose, and resilience. Resilience.